Hi, welcome to Real Estate Love. I'm Brian Martin. And I'm Jennifer Martin. And we created this podcast because it is our supreme desire and goal to strengthen your family and to grow your business, right? Absolutely. Because real estate is a challenging career. There are just so many things that go on in a real estate transaction in your business. Real estate agents and our affiliates need a ton of support and encouragement and inspiration and love to make it through this business. They really do. Every transaction has something unique and unusual about it. Is it true that there are 180 problems in the course of a transaction? I thought it was 32. Oh. Similar. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, and when we talk about building your business, what we're really talking about is creating more wealth for you. We know that if real estate agents are productive and they are generating a handsome income, then it stimulates the entire economy for the community they're in. That's really true. And what better way to stimulate it than by encouraging people to grow their own business? And that's what we really delight in doing. So today we want to talk with you some more about planning and budgeting and getting ready for the new year and getting the right mindset and getting all the tools that you need in place so that you can be productive, so that you can strengthen your family and grow your business. You know, Brian, we just got back from a planning retreat with our team for 2019, and at that retreat we looked at all aspects of our business, and one of them the very first thing we looked at was everyone's calendar. And they, the, our team members came with the dates and times that they're taking off in 2019. I think that's a really smart way to do it, too. A lot of people approach it, well, this, this is the days that I'm going to work. But I think when you mark off the days that you're not going to do to work, what you're doing is you're honoring your family and you're preparing to accommodate what is important for your family in your calendar, like vacations and days off and holidays and special trips and important dates that are needing to be taken off. I think it's really such a great idea, and it was really fun to be able to sit down with you and go through that calendar project together and to see what what days are we going to take off next year, and and where are we going to go? And that led to some fun discussion also. Yes, it did. You know, the other neat thing I thought was that after that planning retreat, we came back and Sally has already calendared and reached out and secured lodging for our next planning retreat. Isn't that fantastic? Which is in October of 2019. Yeah, that's what we call good planning. It is. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. It's already on the calendar. So, did you have any calendaring moments that were inspirational to you? Well, I like to calendar around the holidays and, and make sure that I'm taking plenty of time off. One of my favorite holidays is Thanksgiving. 
And so that's an important time of the year because, do you know, most agents kind of stop working around October and November. I know that. And, and I think it's really smart to know what days you're not working so that you know what days you are working. And what that does is that when we slow down in October and November and December, what we do is we hurt ourselves in the first quarter. Oh, really bad. I know. So all of a sudden, um, January 1st comes along and... There's no business. There's no business. And then you're stuck because you, it's like we always say, your activities that you do today will pay you in 90 days. That's right. And so... Um, if you don't have any activities in October, November, and December, then you're in trouble. <laughs> Just a little bit. So it's important to know what days you're going to take off and what days you're going to work. And that's what I like is focusing on the end of the year and saying, okay, so this is what we're going to do, this and this and this, and then gear up for, um, for closing out the fourth quarter really strong and moving right into the first quarter with a lot of uh, momentum. I think that sounds great. Mm -hmm. Last year we had a fantastic fourth quarter, and it did push us through and propel us in the first quarter. Yeah, that first quarter can be really challenging. Yes. And then what happens if you're, if you're challenged in the first quarter, and then the second quarter, which is supposed to be the strong quarter, right? Second and third. Second and third, because mm -hmm. things seem to pick up and get uh, heavy steam in the, in the spring and the summer months, right? Right. So if you're, if you're dragging in the, in the first quarter, then that carries over into the second quarter. So you've got to go strong. You've got to go really strong. And the best way to do that is to monitor your calendar. Well, and so if you know what days you're, you're taking off, so if you know you're, maybe you're taking Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off of Thanksgiving, maybe even Saturday and Sunday, right? Right. Maybe you're taking off five days. The important thing is to know that that Monday, you're back at work and you have activities that you're moving forward with. You know, I like to, I like to schedule an open house on Sunday after Thanksgiving. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because <clears throat> that primes you for the week. Oh, that's a really great. It is thought. a good thing because if you if you're doing an open house, then what you're going to do is you're going to meet buyers and sellers at the open house, and then you can follow up with them. And that's really a nice way to begin the uh, the week after the holiday is to make sure that you've uh, got some activities. So you know, when you when we're talking about lead generation and working, so um, there's just a ton of ways that you can lead generate. Um, you can lead generate when, by calling your sphere of influence and asking them for business. You can lead generate by, um, you know, we just had a wonderful uh, event. And so we can call people around our event and say, how did you like the event? Just anything to get in front of people. Or you can, you can lead generate uh, around uh, particular areas. Uh, so you're going to be um, calling just listed and just sold. And... What's easy about the uh, doing the open house on the Sunday of Thanksgiving week is that you prime yourself to make those easy calls of the people who came through the open house. So that Monday, you're, you have something to move forward you got, with. You've got some really neat things to do. You can call them. And, and, and you know, and when you do your open house well, like... Like we teach our agents how to do it, you, you're going to generate some some good leads to follow up on. 
That's fantastic. So yeah, I'm gonna calendar. I'm gonna calendar so that on the Sunday after Thanksgiving, I am doing an open house. Well, and it's really nice to know that because now I won't, knowing that you're my spouse and that, you know, usually what one of us does affects the other. I will not have un expected expectations <laughs> on Sunday after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Unmet unexpected expectations or something. <laughs> and then uh, and then what we have on the on the heels of Thanksgiving is that we have the um, the Christmas holiday. Yes, that means our Christmas cookie party's coming up too. Yeah well and that's a great thing because uh, a Christmas party uh, for our team and for office is another way for us to meet our clients and to invite our clients to our event, to have them come to the office. And that's a really great way to stimulate some more business. Well, and to eat some really great cookies. Yes, and to eat some really great cookies. <laughs> and that's on December 6th. At our office, yes. At our office, just yeah. saying. Uh-huh. Okay. So what the other thing we need to do is, it's really important about calendaring at this time of the year, is, okay, so the, uh, there's a lot of shopping that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. There's holiday, ho- holiday decorations that need to be put up. And <clears throat> there's some planning that we need to do for what we're going to be doing during the holidays. And as a matter of fact, that's a really great time to take some time off, is during the holidays. Well, as long as you don't take the whole time off. Well, what if you just took um, like 10 days off? Hmm. When? Well, you gotta, you got to be prepared for the, the <laughs> first quarter. And if you take 10 days off out of, out of uh, uh, 90 days, that, that's 80 days. And then you minus all of the weekends. I, Brian, I'm worried now. Now you've got me concerned. All right, well, let's take a look. I think you're calendaring too many days off. All right, let's take a look at the calendar. Okay, so we have... Go ahead, pull up the calendar. I'm going to take a look at it right now. But we have... uh, So Christmas is on the 25th. And so a lot of people are going to be wanting to take some time off around the Christmas holiday. So what are the best days to do that according to the calendar for 2018? Well, so when we look at the calendar in December, mm-hmm. we see that Christmas is on a Tuesday. All right. So for me, days off would be Saturday the 22nd, uh-huh. Sunday the 23rd, uh-huh. Monday the 24th, uh-huh. Tuesday the 25th, uh-huh. I'm going to say the 26th, but I'd like to be back at work on Thursday the 27th. Well, why not the 26th? Um, because I'm going to have to clean up. Oh. After having everybody at our house and big breakfast and Christmas and dinner, and I think that the 26th I need to recover. You think so? Okay. So mm-hmm. you think that we could be back to work on the 27th? Yes, and I like that idea because then I, I would work the 27th, the 28th, the 29th, the 30th, and then on Monday the 1st, excuse me, Monday the 31st and Tuesday the 1st, I would take off. All right, so we can actually work on that weekend then. Yes. We'll be taking some time off for Christmas and taking a day off for for New Year's so we can work that. The, now, who who do you think people actually buy houses on that particular weekend? Well, isn't it funny? But I've sold houses on that. I know, I know. 
So and, and guess what? Guess who's not working on that weekend? Ninety-nine percent of the other agents. Right. So so what does that mean uh, as far as our potential for generating more business? It's really great, and people are always surprised when you're working. Uh huh. And. I like to work. Yeah. So it, I'm. Those are the days I'm thinking. Of All right. Working. So, uh, so if we, ha- if you have an opportunity to do an open house on the thirtieth, mm-hmm. I would do it. Would you do that? Yeah. All right. Great. Do you think you'd have traffic through? Yeah, I know I would. I know you would too, because there's going to be a lot of people out and mm-hmm. around, and it's an it's a Sunday, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just a great day. Now the neat thing about Fresno, maybe you couldn't do this in Minnesota. <laughs> because the, the neat thing about Fresno is that there is no snow, no snow, no ice storms, no ice storms, no below zero weather. It only rains eleven inches a year in our area, so we may not even have rain. We may not have. It may rain. be a beautiful seventy-five, it could be a beautiful, gorgeous California day, yeah. and we could do an open house. I think and that when we great. do that, we can we can not only do an open house, but we have the opportunity to meet some people. Yep. Hey, this is good, knowing when we're going to work and especially knowing um, what to expect on your calendar and you knowing what I'm thinking about on mine. I also think, though, that this is a really good time of year to budget. Can we talk a little bit about that? Yep. So, you know, um, right now, currently, the the market center, our office, is uh, going through the budgeting process for 2019. Uh-huh. And um, it's really interesting because we literally go line by line and look at every expense and uh-huh. talk about every expense. Don't you think people ought to do that with their home budget too? I do, and I don't think most people do that. Yeah. And so um, I think that now is the time before the new year starts to know, hey, what does it look like for for our family in 2019 financially? You know, um, one of the neat things that we did in 2018 is we put solar on and its own solar. So if we sat down and looked at our budget for 2019, our line item for PG&E would be drastically reduced. And how fun is that to, to see that, whoa, we've gone from six to $800 a month down to $33 a month. I know, isn't that crazy? It's crazy. It's a lot of money, and and uh, we don't we won't have a car payment um, this year, either. And how cool is that? And mm-hmm. so I think we should look at that. Yeah, talking about car payment, though, that's funny that you should say that. I had a client get in my car recently, and my car, you know, is a two thousand and five. Uh huh. And he started laughing, and I said, "What are you laughing about?" And he said, "Your car." And I said, my car. And he said, that's why I work with you, though, is because you're so practical and you still are driving a 2005. Huh. <laughs> I think that was a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when you do a study of millionaires, uh-huh. you'll find that a lot of them drive, you know, pretty modest cars and have um, don't really owe anything on them and... Just keep their cars for years and years and years. I love not having a car payment. It's really great. Yeah. we say A car is a... Uh, tool. It's, it's a tool. It is. Yeah. And, and you it, know, I've got my hammer. I have a favorite hammer. Mm-hmm. It's all gnarly. 
You're not replacing it? I'm not replacing it because, you know, it fits in my hand perfectly and I get to use it repetitively and it works really, really well. Yeah, that's kind of like... That's a budgeting item. That's the thing to talk about. And because uh, I think a lot of real estate agents, and maybe this is true in some markets, I don't know. A lot of real estate agents feel like they need to have uh, a, a luxury car and that uh, having a luxury car makes a big difference for them. Well, and maybe in some price points it does. I think one of the the most important things, though, is that your car is clean and neat. Yeah, I think that's an important thing also, and that it runs halfway decent most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going to say all the time on that one, Brian. I, I love hearing stories about the uh, founders of some of the large real estate companies that I know of, and how they used to drive a Vega or something like that, <laughs> and still, you know. Still do, or um, real estate moguls who who drive a a, a a Buick or something like that, and then the, and then we have um, Warren Buffett who drives that old car of his that just keeps on going back and forth. And I think that's an important for, thing for people to think about when they're budgeting is that with their transportation and what they need and everything else uh, that, that's important about a car. That's an important part of your budget talk. I think another important part of the budget talk is to really take a look and talk about your insurance. Not just your health, but your auto, your home, all, all forms of insurance. And really maybe even call your insurance agent and say, hey, let's talk about my coverage and is it adequate and have you checked all of the free boxes of, of things that can be added that are, aren't going to cost me anything on my insurance. And so looking at, at that is an important part of your budget also. Yes, it is. What else is important for your budget? Well, one of the things that we do is we look at both how to decrease our expenses and we also look at how to increase our revenue. So what, do you have a goal for decreasing your expenses? We, we look at trying to decrease it by 10%. You look to, to decrease your expenses, but, and that's in spite of the fact that things are getting more expensive. You're looking to decrease your expenses by 10%. Yes. So there yeah. are some things that we um, are taking a look at currently that have been nice, but they're not essential for the business and that have cost us, you know, several thousand dollars, some of them. Mm -hmm. And we are um, cutting those for 2019. There are some services where we're also um, expanding. Mm -hmm. So maybe their service for is similar to something we're removing, but it's just a few dollars more instead of several thousands of dollars with a different How product. So this might be helpful for listeners. How do you prioritize the areas that you're going to cut? Well, one of the things that we do is we look to see if the dollars we're spending are generating dollars. Okay, so if you in if you are investing in something, what is your return on that? Exactly. Okay. And we can do that even on training. So if we are investing in training, we can see if there's an increase in activity in our agents who participated in that training and their production changes. So how does that work out for uh, like a solo agent or for a team? 
when we're uh, <clears throat> when we're taking a look at our budget, or, or even more important, I suppose, is our home budget. If you're sitting down, if, if a couple or or is a family of sitting down and taking a look at their their budget, and they're playing red light, green light, you know what to stop and what to add, which is a fun game, and they're looking for ways that they can expedite. What are some of the things they want to um, some principles? Well, I guess you just said it. What's what's generating you more income? Well, and also, what are you actually using? You know, I, I've talked to a lot of people recently who still are paying for a land phone and never use it. Well, maybe maybe getting rid of it's a good idea. Or they have a certain uh, type of cable program, and yet they're finding that they're not using the 110 stations that they get. They're really only watching three or four. And so they realize that they can cut and go to a different type of programming than maybe the the one that they're paying for. So I think it's really taking a serious look at what is you're actually using, right? And and I think that's even in um, in things like gas for your car. How much gas do you really are are you aware of how much gas you're putting in your car? And what about an increase in in that expense because gas goes up and down, right? Right. And so to be able to budget for, um, especially it seems like in May and June, sometimes even into July, gas prices go up. So have you looked at your budget for May, June, and July and said, okay, instead of paying three sixty nine a gallon, it's going to be uh, four oh five a gallon or something like that. And be aware of that. How many gallons do, does it take for your family? All right. Well, uh, I'm curious, how long does this budgeting process take you? Well, for um, the market center, for our office, it, um, it has, they've actually, Keller Williams has actually made it easier this year um, in getting some of the um, information put together. But usually it takes us a full three days. So we plan about five hours for three days. This year, though, we have only planned uh, three hours for three days. Three hours each day. Yeah, that that sounds like it's a lot, but it's really not that much time to uh, make sure that you're your boat is going to float and you got wind in your sails. And... Well, and, you know, it's important to go through everything. And, and so um, I I find it really fun to be able to know and, my numbers that and, well. And you go through it with your team, right? You don't go through it by yourself. Oh, correct. There's, it, there's a lot of benefit for going through it with your team. There's three or four of us that are involved in right. it every year, yeah. So a family ought to get together and go through their budget together also instead of one person... Yes, even with your children. You know, I thought it was so fun. Did you see um, uh, the Cantu's Facebook post the other day? No, I didn't. Stephanie Cantu, she posted, and they had sat down together as a couple and gone through their ballot. Uh huh. Well, at the same time, they made a ballot for their three-year-old. Uh huh. And the the ballot for the three-year-old was so clever. They wanted to show her how important it is to vote. Uh-huh. And they gave her six things to vote on. And it was um, uh, Proposition 1. Do you want to go to bed? Should bedtime be 8.15 or 8.30? Uh-huh. 
<laughs> and she got to go through and vote on each one of those <laughs> items. That's a great. Should there be macaroni and cheese once a week? You know, <laughs> and it was just teaching the beginning concept of our democracy. I love that. But it's the same with with budgeting. How how much better would our children's finances be? If they sat down and saw this process, if they knew that we were looking at how much money we were spending on the soccer club and the uniforms and and all of those things, and, and if they saw how much money was going towards giving and how much money was being planned for vacation, and, and when it became a priority instead of an afterthought, how neat could that be for our kids to pull them in and show them how to do that? Yeah. We like to do that with our agents, too. We do. Yeah. We do. Okay, so this has been a really fun uh, podcast today, Jennifer. We uh, we talked a lot about calendaring and how important it was to calendar, especially in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And making sure that we're working and um, and knowing what days we're taking off. Yes. And uh, we're going to schedule a couple um, open houses following the holidays, yes, and we're going to continue to generate business, and it's going to carry us over to the, to the first quarter. Absolutely. And we talked a lot about budgeting and prioritizing things that needed to be cut from our budget and being aware of those things and knowing what we can do to play the red light, green light game. Yes. And uh, we also incorporated ideas about how we can get our families involved in our budgets as well. This has been a really great podcast. Well, it's always fun to spend this morning with you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So this is Real Estate Love, and I'm Brian Martin. And I'm Jennifer Martin. And it's our supreme desire and goal to strengthen your home and to build your business, which is to increase your wealth. We think it's really important, and we love doing that. Thank you for listening, and we appreciate your comments and your feedback. Please give them. Have a great day. Bye-bye.